Hey lovely freaks and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Amanda. And I'm Hannah. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. If you like things strange and unusual and true crime, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. You can also head down to the description box and you'll see a link that will take you to our link tree. And you can find our social media there like Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. And all that jazz. Yeah. Alrighty guys, so we're back on schedule. 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 I'm glad we were able back to do on one because my kids got school tomorrow. Oh yeah. So um, I'm glad we were able to actually get one done and I had a busy, busy week with doctor's appointments and such. So anywho, um, nothing really that we need to say, I don't think. We could dive right into this. Um, you guys don't forget to, we haven't really, we didn't mention it last podcast but i'll just go ahead we've been putting it in the description don't forget to shop the etsy shop there you can get all of your cool ass jewelry leather jewelry and mm-hmm. wallets and things like that the levi royce shop and we have all that linked down below and you can get 15 percent off when you use code lovely freaks um i think if we get enough followers we should do like um merch oh yeah we want would to be so cool well, like I've already alien merch and all that. Yeah, I already want to start. I think we're going to start out with doing stickers. Um, so you guys let us know if you are excited about us doing stickers. I think I want to do that first because shirts and things like that are a little bit more expensive. But we'll do that first, and then we'll go from there. You know. So, okay. um, I've already been in some talks with some people about possibly making stickers. So. We'll see how that goes. Without further ado, I guess we'll go ahead and get started. Today's case, full disclaimer, is um, pretty awful. We'll get into the awfulness eventually, but I just want to go ahead and put a disclaimer at the front. If you are someone who cannot handle talks of necrophilia and um, things like that, you should probably should skip this episode. Mm-hmm. Although, we're not going to like talk grave detail about it but it is pretty messed up um and yeah this has to deal with children well teenagers okay i was gonna say children and necrophilia yeah not not i mean they're children to me they're 15 14 oh well 16 i mean they're kids in my eyes they're very young yeah um but this is just a really messed up case so anywho July 22nd, 1995, Elise Palmer, she was from California, uh, Pauler, not Palmer, sorry. Um, She was from California. She told her parents goodnight, and she told them that she loved them, and she went to bed on this night. However, she decided that night that she was going to sneak out. She was a 15-year-old. Um... She wasn't a bad kid, but she did hit, like, a rebellious stage at this time in her life, um, like most of us do mm-hmm. when we're 15, 16, you know, F the world type of situation. Um, she was the oldest of four siblings, and all of her siblings and her were really close, but she was trying uh, alcohol, she was smoking pot, she would try different recreational drugs at this time. Um, her parents did the right thing though they put her in a substance abuse program her parents were dave and lise anna paler 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 i can't ever figure out how to say that so but anyways um and even though elise was doing like 
questionable things, you know, these drugs and substances and things like that. Um, she was a good student in school. She played soccer and had lots of friends. Her friends and parents were a little worried about um, what was going on with her and asked, um, you know, her what, what was wrong. Like, was anything wrong? Can we help you? Like, they didn't know if maybe she was just either going through a phase or maybe something traumatic had happened where she started doing these drugs and other things. And, of course, she said nothing was wrong. You know, she was fine. The normal... Shabam. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anywho. The night... Sorry, I got sidetracked. The night that she, <laughs> the night that she snuck out, um, she put pillows in her bed to make it look like she was there, you know? Yeah. And um, the next morning, her parents realized that she wasn't in her bed, and that was when they started to get extremely worried. She had snuck out before in the past, but she always came back. They didn't know she had snuck out that night. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, like, if they n- figured like out that she snuck out... in the past for Yeah, out, but she was out. always back in her bedroom the next morning. Yeah. They went straight to the police after they realized this. However, the police kind of treated it like a runaway case, which is kind of understandable in a sense because she was... A troubled teen. They did know that she was in substance abuse classes and things like that. But at the same time, she is 15, so I don't really... I mean, I, yeah. I would kind of be like, I don't really care. I mean, you know, we'll treat it like a runaway, but we'll also treat it like she's got abducted. It's different um, between 18 and 15, because this girl's 15 years old. Yeah, she's And if 15. she did run away, like, still they need to investigate. Yeah, they still need to try to find her. Um, her parents definitely had a feeling that something was wrong. She would not have run away. They said, um, Elise had friends. Like I told you, she played soccer. They were getting ready to move. Um, so some people would think, okay, well, if they're getting ready to move, then that means that she's probably upset about them moving. But actually, she was excited. She was ready for, like, a new change. She, yes, was, you know, had a substance abuse abuse problem, but she did say that she wanted to kind of get away from the normal... She wanted to change the pace, I guess you could say. Yeah. So she was excited to move. She still was going to have her friends. I don't think she was moving too far away. Um, so that wouldn't have been a problem. Because, you know, some people could argue, well, maybe they thought maybe she was going to run away because of that. Yeah. Um, her parents and even grandmother went on the news to make pleas for her to please come home. Um, if she was, if she did run away, you know, over the next eight months, people would call in with different tips to the tip line saying, oh, I think I saw this girl at this place or this place. However, when the police would get there, they would search and, you know, nothing would come of it. They would never find her. Um, so after about, um, eight or nine months, this is where shit gets pretty crazy. So... A 16-year-old boy named Royce Casey walked into the police station and confessed to the murder of Elise. He told them also about everything that had happened, explained in detail, told him the other boys that, like, were involved with this murder. The other boys were Jacob Delashment. I don't know how to say that last name, but he was 16, and Joseph Ferrello. Ferrello. He was 15, 14 at the time of the murder, but 15 at this time. And he even told them where to find the body. 
So, we're going to kind of talk about these douche-ass kids. Um, I can say that because they I was are gonna, I very much so. I thought you were going to so. say douchebag, but you said douche-ass douche kids. kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, these three boys were known in the community for kind of being like the meth head kids. Um, they also did coke. They drank. They dropped acid. They smoked weed. Mm-hmm. They also hung out at like this um, pipe, like sewer pipe drainage thing or something like that. And I'm not really sure some, I could read somewhere that some of them dropped out or maybe some of them just never hardly went to school. Like they only went like every now and again. Strong, um, Pennywise, like the vibes. Bad, yeah. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> the bad kids. I vibes. couldn't find anything out about these kids' parents. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, these are, I mean, the oldest is 17. That's the one that went to the police, Royce. But Jacob's 16 and Joseph is 14. So, I mean, they're still very much should have parents around somewhere but I couldn't find anything else about them so whatever um cause I have a lot of questions like why the fuck where, how did your kids get coke and like acid and meth and all meth and everything like <laughs> yeah where'd it come from um this group of boys also became really into satanism however the version that they were into was kind of something that they decided involved human sacrifices and we've talked about this before not saying that you know we know anything about satanism but satanism practice does not usually um condone human sacrifices the actual practice so i didn't want anybody to think oh you're saying that satanists sacrifice people no these guys just decided that that was the route they were going to take um the three boys wanted to sacrifice a virgin to satan and actually talked about it a lot. They talked about it so much to the point where people in the community thought, surely they're joking. Like, they would be like, okay, surely they're joking that they didn't really do this. Um, or want to do this. Come to find out. Spoiler alert, they do. Um, so Joseph, or Joey, is what some people called him. He was the youngest. He was the 14-year-old. And... He was kind of like the ringleader, which is really crazy to me that these the 16-year-old and 17-year-old were listening to this douche nut child and um, were like, yeah, we need to do all this. Um, He was super excited about the idea of sacrificing a virgin. He would do rituals from some sort of book that he had read and um, where you you crucify a frog kind of like the way that they did Jesus, then you cook the frog and you eat it. And it's supposed to apparently get you closer to Satan, I guess. I don't know. Um, whatever, you know, I'm all for killing frogs because I hate frogs, but, uh, (laughs) I'm not going to do it that way. No, I'm joking. I'm not going to kill frogs. Um, so one thing about this case that is most known is that they had a heavy metal band they would and and they wanted to sacrifice a virgin to make themselves more famous. Have you ever seen oh. Jennifer's Body? The movie Jennifer's Body? Mm. I haven't seen it, but I know the gist of it. So it's something to do with um this this case is Jennifer's Body was loosely based off this case. Something about um these guys wanted to sacrifice this girl to the devil so their metal band could take off, but it flips on them and she actually becomes like a, a monster or something. Mm. I've never seen Jennifer's body, but that's like the gist of it. And then she starts killing guys and blah, blah, blah. But this case was loosely based off 
um, I mean, the movie was loosely based off this case because of the whole want to sacrifice a virgin to make their metal band awesome. Um, their band, however, was called Hatred. It's a typical metal child's band name. We hate everything. Um, the music they were into was Slayer, and they were, like, super obsessed with Slayer. Um, I've listened to some of Slayer's music. I'm a heavy metal person. I mean, I like heavy metal, all types of metal. But I'm not gonna sit there and say that, uh, a band influenced me to kill somebody, because that's just stupid. Yeah. And we'll get into all that eventually. Um, they had to find a virgin with blonde hair and blue eyes. Joseph was obsessed with Elise, that's the 14-year-old, and he decided that that was the one that they were going to sacrifice, and she would have been perfect. Elise also knew Jacob, the 16-year-old, because he was in some of her substance uh, substance abuse classes, Mm -hmm. so he kind of knew that she was, like, into smoking pot and all that because she was in there with him. I don't know if he put himself in those classes to, like, get close to her, Or maybe his parents did it. I don't know. I couldn't find any of that information out. So, um, but they decided that they would start talking to her and hanging out with her at their smoking spot, which was, you know, the, um, the, the tunnel, what, oh, yeah, sewage place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much what it gave me, like the vibes that it gave me when I was reading. So they would all like smoke weed together and basically they were becoming her friend in one second, but then whenever they were away from her, they were plotting, like, her murder, which is fucked up. That's crazy. Yeah. They would, ha- like, they would hang out together, like, almost every day, her and the guys, and they would smoke weed or, you know, do whatever, and then when wow. she left, they were like, all right, guys, so when are we going to do this, you know, which is insane to me. I'm not laughing because it happened. I'm laughing because it's uncomfortable quite and uncomfortable and weird. Um, so... The day before she went missing, Jacob was at a party with her, and it was some party that her friends threw or something like that, and um, he was like, hey, I got some good weed, and I got some acid. Do you want to, like, drop some acid with me one night, you know, and and smoke this weed? And she was like, yeah, sure. Um, Here's my number, and just let me know when you want to hang out and do this. So the next night, the night that she snuck out, um, he kept calling her and her, her mom and dad said that they remember her getting phone calls. She got like three different phone calls, but they didn't know what it was about. And then she was like, okay, I'm going off to bed, you know, we'll come to find out those phone calls were him saying, Hey, this is where we're going to meet when you sneak out, you know, come smoke with us. Yeah. When she snuck out, she went to a eucalyptus grove to meet the guys First of all, I don't know what a eucalyptus grove is, but it sounds amazing. I want to go. <laughs> I don't want what, what is that? A u- well, it's where, like, eucalyptus is being grown. And oh. it's, it's a grove. Like, uh, I guess it would be, like, a, a, a garden or garden, whatever so. of eucalyptus. Yeah. But I didn't know that it existed. I want to, like, make one in my backyard. Um, <laughs> so, anyways. But, yeah. So, she... Hold on. My computer decided to freeze up on me. Um, she went She went to meet the guys after they smoked, um, probably made her feel like just, you know, this is just Relaxed any other night, you know, yeah. we're smoking, blah, blah, blah. I can't even imagine, like, the, the thoughts that were going through her head. Like, she, 
didn't expect what's about to happen. It'd be like just like one of our friends. Like I just go over to a friend's house or go over somewhere and we're hanging out. And then they're just like, yeah, we're going to murder you now. And I'm like, what? Well, this is what happened. Um, They're sitting there. And this all this is being told by Royce, who will explain why he comes in and, and, and tells the police this in a minute. Yeah. But um, this is all being told by him. So this is an accurate account of what happened. So they're smoking, getting high, and then all of a sudden, one of the boys grabs her um, by her hair, pulls her up on her feet. They then push her down on the ground on her back, and Jacob, the um, 16-year-old, stabs her, no, starts strangling her with a belt while Royce holds her down. Mm-hmm. Jason, uh, Joseph, or Joey, whatever you want to call him, he then stabs her in the throat they then take turns stabbing her in the throat over and over. She was stabbed 12 times just in the throat. Royce tells the police that while they were stabbing her, she was calling out for her mother and praying to God oh. to make it stop. Oh. After stabbing her, they started stomping on her neck because they wanted her to die quickly. However, it was confirmed after the body was found that she did not die this way. She actually bled out slowly. So that means the next part that I'm about to say is she was still alive for. Um, they finally thought she was dead. However, from the autopsy, we realized that she wasn't dead at this time, but she was just barely alive. And they decided since they thought that she was dead, they were going to um, rape her. So they did that. And the worst part is after she finally did die, they came back over several days um, to her body to perform necrophilia on her body um, while her body was decaying. This is over like several days. Some some reports said that it was even months, like as the months went by. Oh um, they the were body doing this. Must have been smelling and disgusted. Like yeah, I mean it was decaying. Why would and they you... were just coming back? I don't. That's I don't... crazy. Yeah, like, I can't wrap my brain around that. That all three of them, like Jeffrey uh-uh. Dahmer, that shit. No. Yeah, I can't. I don't understand it. Even um, didn't Jeffrey Dahmer? He didn't like. No, never mind. Yeah, he, he did. Cut he kept him in the shower. And I was gonna say that it wasn't long that he kept him, but no, I mean he kept him for, kept a, minute. Him <laughs> for a minute. Yeah. Um, I don't really know the emphasis on why they decided to do the necrophilia. Um, and the fact that this fourteen-year-old boy was the one that was behind all this. Maybe they were just tripping balls. I have no idea. So, now, months after, Royce did um, this horrific shit with all these awful boys. Um, He decided it was time to convert to Christianity. I wish he would have done that before the murder, but, you know. Um, After he found God, though, he said that... I'm not really sure how he found God. I don't know the whole gist about that. But he said that he found God, and after he did, he became super overwhelmed with guilt. Mm -hmm. And he would even, like, have visions of Elise. And, like, he would say that she was, like, haunting him, basically. Which, I'm sure she fucking was. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, Right on. I would haunt the shit out of them, too. (laughs) So he decided to go to the police station and confess. He was also worried that the other boys were going to kill him because he was no longer um, a saint, like into Satanism. And yeah. so he was kind of, you know, feared for his life because of that. And, you know. So which one is this? Hang on. Who was this again? Royce. Royce. The 17 okay. year old. 
17 year old the yeah. oldest one the right? oldest one yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, I'm not really sure what made him convert to Christianity. I don't know all that. I just know that he decided, you know, to convert. And then when he did, he was worried that they were going to kill him. Plus, he was having all these visions of her. He was. He said he kept reliving the night over and over in his head like he couldn't sleep and all this stuff. So, March 13th was when he led them to Elise's body. And like I said, she had... It, it, been seen that she had been stabbed 12 times um they also arrested and arrested the boys for murder by like right away joseph the 14 year old who was the ringleader at the time which it still just blows my mind that these guys were listening to him um but he's the other I don't want anybody to think that the other boys weren't not going along with it. Or, well, how am I going to phrase this? The other boys were definitely going along, going with, along it. with it. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't, I think in, um, like brain. it was either Royce or Jacob, one of them, had a diary where they wrote down like, oh yeah, this is going to bring us closer to uh, Satan. Satan and our band and all this stuff is going to be awesome and... Wow, that's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> um, so they were all sentenced to 25 years to life in prison. Royce, the oldest one, he was up for parole last year, but I think it got pushed out because of COVID. Um, the other boys, in a couple of more years, will be up for parole as well. Um, after the trial, all three of these boys decided, I mean, during the trial, they all three decided that they were going to say that Slayer was what made them do this and think these thoughts. Of course. <laughs> because. They always do that. Like, they always blame a band or something. Exactly. And, and this was during the time. I mean, this is the 90s. This is the satanic panic. I mean, Marilyn Manson was getting big and parents were yeah. freaking out because of all this different stuff. But the parents actually did sue um, the band and the record label, which I, I can't even imagine what they were going through. And yeah. they probably just wanted something to be done, yeah. if, if anything. Um, I understand that. I mean, if it gives them some kind of peace. Yeah. Um, however, they didn't win the cases because freedom of speech. You know, the band can say and do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and as someone who listens to metal bands, I've listened to metal bands since I was probably 13 um i've never been influenced to kill someone by one of them yeah you know so there's billions of people mm -hmm. that listen to that and still don't think you know what i should kill my grandma today yeah or so, you know no. my mom or my friend mom, or whatever friend. and these kids like i said i don't really know much about satanism but i do know that the actual practice yes they do worship satan but they do not sacrifice humans um that's just not something that they do um so you know but anywho they didn't win the lawsuit yeah. however it was still tragic because um i think elise's parents had like severe ptsd from all this i know that her dad got into i read somewhere that her dad got into a like a road rage type situation and it's still like mm -hmm. he has to go to court for that because you know he's not doing very good I don't know about her other siblings, like, how they're doing and all that, but, um, 
So, so did yeah, they get the, life in prison? Right? They got 25 years to life. 25, and like I said, Royce was up for parole last year, but there was a lot of controversy around, um, I think, like, the mayor or the governor or something of the state of California was trying to keep him from getting paroled, and something happened. It got pushed out, so I, it was probably because of COVID, but um, yeah. the other ones are up for parole. I think Jacob's up in 2022 I think and then Joseph the youngest was I want to say in 2025 trying to remember because I didn't write that down but some somewhere in there they probably won't get paroled um I don't know maybe they've changed they were young yeah Joseph probably doesn't need to be paroled I mean there seems like there's some more sinister stuff in him than just that I mean he was the ringleader of this and he was do I think that the other boys would have probably went this far? Maybe not. You never know. But yeah. he was definitely more disturbed. Some of the um, things that I read would say that he actually liked Elise. And she wouldn't like have anything to do with him because she was of 16. He was it's 14. always like that, isn't it? Yeah. Like and that's why case. he picked her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So the final words of Joseph and Jacob were... Jacob said... Elise was murdered because Joseph was obsessed with her and obsessed with killing her. Joseph said, such a douche, it's almost embarrassing how influenced I was by the music. It started to influence the way I looked at things. Really? That's what he said. Is All about so the music. So the music literally said, she's a bitch killer. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Yeah. You should definitely kill her because she rejected you, man. Raw. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetie. I like the end there. Raw. <laughs> um, so, yes, that is the case of Elise Paler, and That's it's a short one. Stupid crazy. It's a short one today, but I thought it was absolutely crazy. Um, just the fact that they... I don't even know. Like, it kind of reminds me of the Chicago Ripper crew, too, which we're going to have to do an episode on those awful human beings. But the fact that you can find people that will do stuff like that and be like, yeah. Because the Chicago Ripper crew, like, it was, I can't remember how many men it was. It was three or four men. But they all were, like, different men that worked on construction sites and then... One guy found a guy at the construction site he worked at, and they were all like, "Let's do, you know, let's kill yeah, let's kill women. women." And they were like, "Yeah, that's great. Like, I how just do don't you get it? I don't understand. How do you approach somebody with that?" And it's like, I can't find. I don't know people with my same interest. Like, nobody <laughs> fucking loves opera. Yeah, but people like, yeah, let's kill people. Like, I just don't get it. Like, don't I'm know. like, what? Know. Um, same thing with these these kids. Now, did they have frontal lobes in order to help them decide between right and wrong? No, because their frontal lobes were fucked with cocaine and, you know, acid and all that. And your frontal lobe doesn't completely get developed developed till you're like 20-something. Yeah. 23, 24, 25, somewhere in there. So, I mean, yeah. Is that an excuse? Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. But I just want to know where these kids' parents were. Like... Probably drug addicts as well. I don't or know. Maybe orphans. Maybe they're orphans. I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't find anything out about that, but I would really love to know where those kids' parents were. Yeah. So, but they're in prison now. Um, 
you know, that was in 90, what did I say? 95? Question mark? Somewhere um, in the 90s. You said 90s a lot. 95. I knew okay. it was in, the, I, knew, I, I want to say 98 for some reason. But yeah, so they're in their 30s, 40s now. Um, some of them in their mm-hmm. 40s. So anyways, yes, that is the case of Elise Taylor, like I said. Um, hopefully you guys didn't enjoy this episode, but you learned a little bit about that. Um, you know, at least her parents did try to get her help as far as substance abuse. Um, yeah. But she, you know, she was just going through that. She was going Every through that teen through rebellious that stage, phase, you know? Yeah. She wasn't doing cocaine or meth or nothing like that. I mean, she was just doing I'm sure, smoking pot and yeah. drinking. I'm sure the, the parents didn't know till like, the last minute that she was doing all those drugs. Well, they had her in the substance abuse classes, so that was a good thing. Yeah. And, um... You was know, it just for alcohol or just other drugs? It was whatever, you know, it was just... A full substance abuse class, so whatever drugs she was on, mm-hmm. you know. Because um, I was thinking maybe they just knew she was drinking alcohol and didn't know she was drinking, I mean, drinking. Smoking uh, doing pot. pot and cocaine and all that. Well, she wasn't doing cocaine. cocaine? What she, was it? It was acid. She was acid, in a drop acid, with them, yeah. Which is considered a recreational drug. It's not an addiction drug. Um, but, you know, that's what she was going to do with them that night. So, yeah, pretty awful case. Um, but, anywho, that's that's that. <laughs> it's a short one for you guys. We've hit, we've almost hit 30 minutes. Um, but we will be back next week with another episode. Uh, hopefully you guys will go follow us on Instagram so you can keep up with all our information on there. Also, don't forget to look down in the link so you can see the Etsy shop that I was talking about. And we've talked about them that Etsy shop before. Um, we're just kind of helping them promote them. They also next week. I, I keep saying we're going to do a serial killer. Yeah, I was and about I, to say we need to do. A yeah, serial we're going to do one. Um, I just saw that that case came across my TikTok, and you know TikToks are really short, so I was invested after I watched it, and I was like, what? And so I wanted to know more about this case, and so that's why we did this case. Um, because our story needs to be out there more. So yeah. I guess we will see you guys next week. We hope you guys have a great weekend. If you're starting school this week on Friday, like a lot of kids are, or Monday of next week, um, good luck. luck, (laughs) If your your kids are starting school, good luck. Um, Hopefully everybody will stay safe. COVID here in Mississippi, the Delta variant is like insane. Um, We're vaccinated, but that's still... You know, still be careful out there, even if you're vaccinated, because you can be a carrier. Um, you know, so we're still being careful and all that. So hopefully everything will go smooth this year. School year will go smooth. Hopefully, hopefully we won't all be inside again. Yeah. I do not want that <laughs> yeah. in my life again. So um, if you're in any other countries where the Delta variant is going crazy, I know we have some listeners from Australia and stuff like that, and I know y'all are on lockdown. Um, but hopefully it'll be over soon. I'm so sick of covid like i'm over it like i'm so I over don't it. Want it in my life anymore. even when we like when we got the vaccine all summer this summer we've been pretty like okay we're back to normal now you know yeah. it's great and then this delta hit and then it's like oh okay well now we have to worry about that so that's great yeah. um so yeah anyways we will see you guys next week bye, bye.